Namaskan Prasukito. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Good. Thanks. I'm really good. Yes. Um, okay. That was that was the basic introduction or basic uh, greeting to a mm-hmm. Buddhist monk in Thailand. And yes. funnily enough, you are not really Thai, but you're still a Buddhist monk in Thailand. Yes. <laughs> so because, we'll. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was I was thinking of being a short term monk, not a long term monk, before this. Uh, three years ago. Yeah. That's why I chose Thailand because they have short-term monk. In Malaysia, they don't have. If you uh, want to become a monk, you have to commit for life. Okay. Yeah, I see like there are quite different differences between between the countries. But before we go right into uh, Buddhism and how you got there, I do really want to know a bit more about you in detail as a person. And the interesting part uh i found was about you that you only you only a monk for now was about three years right yes so you had your whole lifespan beforehand as let's say a normal person and um, i'm i'm really curious also about that because i think that shaped you quite a bit now also as a monk at least the the practical wisdom that we got from you while we were staying there because like a little bit of background, how I got to know you was that um, Carolina and I went to the Buddhist monastery in Thailand in Chiang Mai to basically have a 10-day um, meditation retreat. And then because you were just um, bombarding us with awesome wisdom that we wanted to keep and write down and maybe even expand on, I was asking you now to um, yeah have another longer chat so we can go more in depth. So just as a okay. as a short background, and now I would just feel I'd like to start where you grew up. Why where was uh, Sukito born at first? Oh, I I was uh, born in uh, Malaysia, state of Melaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father is a convenience store owner, and I've been uh, yeah I've been living in Melaka. Until the day I came to Chiang Mai to become a monk. So I've been there for 51 years. Oh, wow. So, well, yeah. Have you, have you uh, traveled in the meantime out of um, Malaysia before that? Oh, yes. I've traveled Chiang Mai, Bangkok, uh, China, mm. uh, England, uh, Australia. But okay, mostly China. Yeah. Okay. And and how was it to grow up in Malaysia? How were like the first years for you that you can still remember? Because at least for me, I haven't been to well, I have been to Malaysia for like two days <laughs> as a as a stopover. But that doesn't count for like okay. How how is it to grow up there? And how was it for you? It's good. It's good. I grew in. Uh... Not in a rich family, you know, we have to work our ass off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, because it's a convenience shop, I'm the only, uh, son. I'm mm-hmm. only, the only male. I have three sisters, elder sister and one younger sister. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they always say that, uh, Chinese people, they, if they have one son, they, they are very precious. Uh, it's not like that. I do all the work, you know. 
because it's a convenience <laughs> store. I start to send goods to uh, other people since I was 10 or 11 on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we work yeah. hard. Yeah. And and also the, the part that you just mentioned, uh, you're grown up in Malaysia, but you're uh, half Chinese as well. I'm Chinese. Are you, you Chinese? Oh, full Chinese, <laughs> but but you yeah. grew up in Malaysia. My father came from China. Mm-hmm. So uh, World War Two, I think. Yes, he is. He's, he's, he's uh, uh, in the army. Uh, mm-hmm. Went to Singapore, then uh, eventually came to Malaysia. You know, that, that is where he met my mom. My mom is a uh, orphanage. Uh, mm-hmm. Raised by uh, Catholic sisters, you no, know, but also Chinese. Ah, okay. Uh, so I'm a Chinese. Mm. <laughs> Chinese grown up in Malaysia. Okay, yeah. and and Malaysian uh, Chinese. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and how how was it then um, in your sort of teenage years? What was sort of and maybe memories that you still have in your mind that were. Uh, that maybe lighten you up with some some memories that you would like to share of how it is to uh, to grow in Malaysia for you. Our our childhood is just pure and simple. We don't have handphone those days. Mm-hmm. You no, know? we don't have all the electric electronics games. We mm-hmm. just play it raw. You no, know? we use sticks. You know, bicycle rims, uh, coconuts to swim. We hold the coconuts to swim in a pond. You know? All that stuff. So it's it's basically uh very what do you call it natural. Mm-hmm. You know? uh we don't have a lot of electronic things those days. Yeah, yeah. And so and it's a good memory. Yeah. So you ha- you were playing outside all the time, finding things and create things out of your 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 imagination to play with. And how was it then? Um, how was your connection to uh, your father and your mom were they rather close or more distant? Did you get along with one better than the other? Ah, oh, uh, we always get along. We always get along. But as a teenager, yeah, you are what do you call that? Uh, you have a time where you just uh, as a kid, you know, you don't quite understand uh, about. Your parents, how they treat you, you know, they can you because they love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they hit you with a cane because they love you. But as youngsters, those days, you don't understand that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, basically, our relationship is good. It's good. Yeah. And um, how was it then with your three sisters as the only, as the only guy in the family? Did you have, were you like fighting with them or was it more like you got along really well as well? Uh, when we are, when you are young, you don't really appreciate a lot of things, you know, you just, uh, want what you want, you know, if you don't get what you want, you just sometimes, uh, be angry, you know, and be sad. But as you grow, you know, when you have your own families, you, Things change when people grow uh, older, you know, the thought change, then uh, you become closer. 
when you uh, after you have your family, you know, you have your family, you don't see each other too often, you get closer by then. You know, mm-hmm. you appreciate things more by then. Yeah. That is what people used to do. Okay. And so in, in your in your teenage years you were um uh, as you said not not appreciating the love maybe that or you're not seeing maybe that really but how how was it then um the the school time for you you went to school in malaysia right how long was that yes uh total before i got out of work uh six plus six 12 years of education okay yes And how, how was the school time? Did you love it? Did you, were you rather somewhere else? Oh, yes. Because you, you are always playing. Mm. on not to love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nice. you don't really care about the future then. You yeah. Know? You just study and you just play. You know? So, yes, until you uh, graduate, when you start to work, then only you. Yeah, people always realize things later. Not mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Okay. And how, how was it then for you to make the step into the working life? Well, you did work already when you, when you started being 10. But how was it then, I guess, to, to go into uh, a job after your school? Which job did you get? Oh, well, the first job I have is uh, introduced by my sister, my elderly sister, uh, to his friend. So, uh, I uh, worked for him as the uh, security system. That means alarm, alarm for houses. Mm-hmm. Um, we install, we install the securities, we install the cameras, then we install the auto gates, you know, and auto doors. Slowly, we upgrade to auto doors for the banks, you know, surveillance camera for the banks and factory. Uh, that is my uh, when I was uh, having my first shop. I have my first job and hang on to it until the age of 31, I think. 31 or 35, I can't remember. Yeah, it's been uh, since I started to work, almost 15 years. Oh, wow. Then that's, I changed. that's very long for at least the first job in today's world to, to stay yes. that long. But it, I, was it normal back then, Malaysia? Well... My generation, yes, because mm. uh, our generations we respect the teacher. You know, when we work, we listen, we do what they say. Mm-hmm. But uh, not my, the next generation. You know, when I when I was uh, very good at my job and a senior, I have those young boys that follow me. The attitude is different. You know, when we work, we watch what our master do. We learn from that. Mm-hmm. But for my time and my senior, they don't look at you. They don't watch and learn. You know, they just do their stuff. When I'm standing on the ladder on top, you know, if they don't look at me, if I drop something, it will hit them. <laughs> But they just don't care. <laughs> you know, so it's different attitude. Okay. Yeah, and <clears throat> you said for 15 years you were in that job, and sort of it concluded i guess also your um your childhood in the way you slowly grew up but what were some um some memories or some um situations that you think now in hindsight were actually 
quite influencing uh, influencing you to the person who you are right now? Uh, I can only say that when I work, I work very seriously. Mm-hmm. And uh, I work fast. Because for me, I don't like to waste time those days. Uh, I know that if I fin- finish earlier, then I can have more time for myself. No, that is uh my generation's thinking. So mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah, I just put all my effort to my work. Was was that sort of pre-lived by your parents as well, with having the convenience store, for example? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they did. They affected my life or not. I'm not sure. Uh, I I think maybe it's just along the way when I work. I just realize things uh, for myself, you know, mm. because I need the time for myself. So I have to work fast. I don't like to uh, do things slow that I have to worry about tomorrow. So I just make it as fast as I can, settle everything, then I can have my own free time. Where, where did you pick that up? Because I think that's a very unique way to think. I'm not sure. Huh. Maybe I, I just grew up like that. Okay, <laughs> so maybe that was that was innate in Sukito already existing. Okay. Yeah, because when when I work, I see my colleagues smokes. You know, they take a break smoking. For me, it's a waste of time. You don't. You have only two hands. Why you take one hand to get the cigarettes and one hand not to work? <laughs> For me, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's that's a very good example. Yes, okay. That's because that's also what I now see, like uh, in the way you are a monk in mm-hmm. this in a similar way, or at least like how you how you taught us while we were there. Um, but be- before uh, there was still a lifespan of uh, almost twenty years. What happened between like thirty thirty one or thirty five um, onwards? Yeah. I have a girlfriend. I get married. I, 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 yeah, I have a wife, you know, but we don't have children. Uh, we have a happy life, you know. I have my own house. The house is simple. I have one mini vehicles, one uh, Mercedes, you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, uh, because I always think that time is running out. So I try to do things, uh, a bit faster, you know, try to achieve uh, a bit harder. But uh, when you try it and you uh, lost your track, you know, uh, things just go down. Uh, when and the 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 what do you call it? The the timing is not there. Everything just sink you know so yes uh things turns bad you know and mm, me and my wife divorced but uh not in a angry way we're still friends you know for uh, for me because uh i lost a lot i lost a lot of things and she can have a better life you know for me is to have her to have a better life is a relief, you know. So I lost everything, you know, then 
I have a feng shui master that tells me that uh, I need to become a short-term monk to change my life. Mm. You know? I have stores. I have two shops. I have I run a lot of business before. I have a convenience shop of my own. Then I change to uh, contracts uh, of uh, installation of cameras, uh, security systems, and mm-hmm. I change. I have I sell drinks, uh, bubble tea. Those days was very famous. I have two of them. Then uh, after I opened the second shop, things just went bad, you know. So, yeah, then uh, the thinking is not straight, you know. You do things carelessly, you just don't think it through. Then things happen, you just lost everything. Oh. So, the, the Feng Shui Master tells me that uh, you have to be careful. Sorry, can I, can I jump in there and clarify a little bit? Yes. So, um, when around what time was it that you uh, got got married, and like how long was the marriage as well? Ten years. Ten years. I think I got married in my age of forty. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then for I ten years, good, yeah, yeah, I have a great life. And how, like, if you if you can bring me into one day of let's say the the married Tsukito, how how was that how how was the the usual day today for you oh my life was good then it was very good i have a love i have a wife which i love a lot i love very much and she is a very kind person she loves me a lot you know we just have happy life but i just think that i always think that it's not enough. It's not secure enough for our future. You know? mm-hmm. So I try to uh, rush things. You know, mm-hmm. Try to earn more money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you don't think clear when you rush things. You know? So when things, bad things happen one, then you happen again. You follow by other bad things. You know? So, yeah. Then, yeah, it was a sad time for me. Okay, but the, so, so the, the day was, um, you had a couple of businesses then for yourself yeah, that, that you created during that time when you, when you were married, right? And, yes. and you were, were you then also like the, the shop owner who was in the shop most of the time? Or how yes, you were just, yes. okay. Yes, I was. Working hard. Mm-hmm. I wake up before six. You know, I prepare everything until my staff came in at nine or eight mm-hmm. thirty. You know, then I prepare everything. I go downtown to another shop, uh, help them out. You know, I always work my ass off. You know? Yeah, it's tired, but uh, because because you want more, so you have to just put it in. Yeah. Okay, and then then bring me into uh what happened when it switched when the flips basically uh, when the switch basically flipped into something went downhill. How was that, and what was sort of the initiation of it? Oh, I was lost. 
I do, I don't have any idea how to turn things around. You know, I, do, I really don't have. And my my wife is from a very wealthy family. You know? <laughs> so, but uh, for a Chinese guy like me, we don't uh, actually uh, hope that we, uh, help from others. You know. So, uh, yeah, we just try our best, but uh, one thing that cannot get overturned. I have a lot of debts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no way to turn around then. I just, yeah, she can have a better life. This uh, uh, better life uh, without me. Okay. So, yeah. Um, that sounds that sounds interesting <laughs> to say the least. What what do you mean by she can have a better life without you? Oh, the family is strong. The family is uh, wealthy. You know, my life is going down drain. I don't drag her along. You know, she have to suffer with me uh, with along the things. You know, so I just yeah let her. Be in a safe place with her family. Was was that the reason also for the divorce for you? We actually don't get didn't get divorced. Are you so? Is, you're still married. Because when I married, we don't we don't register in a Chinese way. You just pray to the God, you know, in a Chinese style. Ah, we don't okay. register in a in the government states, you know. So when we said we are separate. We just said to each other we are separate. Mm-hmm. So there's no like registration or nothing, you know. So it's different. Okay, but was was that the reason for you for you guys to separate? That you said, okay, she can maybe have a better life without you. Yes, that was the reason. And because because uh, yeah, she feel hurt. Yes. Okay. So I just yeah don't want to hurt us some more. That that's that is what we do mistakes. Yeah, but it sounds also pretty. Let's say yeah, I guess selfless from you to like oh I don't want to drag her further down, so you uh, split yes. up then. Yes. Okay, but how how was her reaction? Because I guess at least when you lived for so long together. She does oh, try to help cried. you as well, right? She she cried, I cried, you know. Mm. But time goes by. And I came here to become a monk and to try to turn my life around. Hope that one day I can uh, get better and I will get her again, you know. But I don't know that why I am still here. <laughs> mm. After the year has passed, I I yeah. I seem to let go a lot of things. Hmm. Okay. And and how was then the um, what happened after you um, I guess separated, divorced <laughs> by saying we separate yeah. now. Um, you said. That was right before sort of everything went down for you. Um, and yes. what was then 
can you bring me into what happened and how you then ended up in the monastery? When things doesn't go well, we always look for a fortune teller or feng shui master to turn things around. Then okay. the master said, you can go to a monastery, become a short-term monk, you will change your life, you know. So I first came here to become a short-term monk, you know, so that uh, also to seek answers. So after I do my deal, as for three months or one year, and I will go out again, then, yeah, I will, from there, I will try to turn my life around. Uh, at, at least this, this was the plan. Mm -hmm. you know? uh, yeah. And because, because in Thailand, they had the short-term monks uh, possibility, then that's yes. why you went to Thailand and not in, in another place. Yes. Okay. Because of the reason. Yeah. And now yeah, but ask me how long you want to become a monk. I have to commit. At first I said five years, then I said three years, then I said one year. Because you cannot be a monk less than one year. Okay. And not commit. Yeah. Okay. And now I see you in your monk robes uh, as you yes. do every day. And it's, yes. what I found from the first day on intriguing was you have a tattoo, right? Like glimpsing out of the, the side um, of the robe. Yes. What kind of mm -hmm. tattoo is it? My star scope, uh, Capricorn. I was born mm -hmm. in January. Ah, okay. Because that's, I find at least an interesting appearance as a monk to like have the robe and then be like tattooed as well. Because somehow that's, still an interesting image let's say a thailand monk they all have tattoos <laughs> most of them oh they do yeah or at least you can see 50 percent of them have tattoos oh why is that it's a different type of tattoos uh, their tattoos is uh some some of them are spells uh buddhist spells some of them are just uh Pagoda or symbol of uh, Buddhism. Yeah, they have a lot of that, that types. Mm, okay, so it's relatively normal. Yeah, I saw a couple in Thailand, so I was like, maybe it's more a thing here than, than other parts of the world. So it was interesting. But but uh, now let's, let's get into the part of you starting your uh, short, short term, I call it now, your short term uh, being monk. How did that, you know, go and what did the, the, um, uh, the master, let's say, say, the teacher when you arrived? Oh, I was here and I want to become a monk. When I signed in, I was told that uh, if you have a full course of meditation that is 26 days, then you can become a monk. Mm -hmm. But after I finished the course, I was, uh, because I was, uh, rushing with the time. I, I tried to become a monk and finish, then I can go out again to, to face my future. But after 26 days, uh, the abbot, I asked the abbot, can I become a monk now? He says, no. He says, continue. Continue doing practicing and another retreat. So I go through another two times of retreat. And I asked him again, can I become a monk? He says, no, keep on practicing, you know, because he needs to, uh, be sure that you are stable enough or have the knowledge of the behavior to become a monk. 
No. So I went through a lot of meditation retreats until uh, almost 60 days. I think 60 days. Mm-hmm. Finally, he tell me, okay, you can get ready in these two days. You can become a monk. Your ordination. So I become a monk then. But while during the meditation, yeah, because I came here to seek for answers, you know. So mm-hmm. the sadness, the feelings, the emotions is always there. You, know, you cry and cry. You feel sad all the time, you know. Yeah. But because I need to become a monk, so I have to concentrate more on my meditation. So I did hard time. I did yeah. 12 hours, 13 hours, 14 hours, 15, 16 hours, you know. So uh, even though after I become a monk, the emotions still there. Right? Yeah. But again, you become a monk, you still have to continue doing the practicing of meditation. So the more you do, you know, you realize it changes you. It changes you on uh, your thoughts and how you see uh, what life is. Uh, yeah. What is the past? You no, know, past is always the past. You, you, you be, you, your mind is more concentrate. You know, when you did a lot of meditations, you have a lot of concentration. Your awareness, awareness becomes stronger. You become more mindful than ever. You know? Then, yeah, from there you will change. The you see the. Your prospects of life will change. You know, it's different. The things yeah. you see things. Yeah. And and I think I find it also interesting because you went to the monastery when you are when you were on the I guess one of the worst uh, parts of your life when the businesses went uh, went downhill and you divorced from your wife and then yes. you went to the mon- monastery to deal with everything that came up. How how did that change so far uh, after you've been like three years in the in the monastery now? Oh, now I don't think much. I just stay in the present moment. Uh, I don't have anger. I don't have uh, emotions. No, I don't. I don't actually feel a lot of things. No. The past is a past. Uh, I've already let it go, you know. Uh, and of course, I wish uh, my loved one, my family, a uh, good time, you know. I always pray for them. Chanting, merits, I share with them, you know. But I find it, uh, the life as a monk is simple and true, you know. You know what is impermanent. You know how, what is a true nature, a true, true, what is a common, what do you call that? Common law of the nature. You accept impermanence. You accept suffering. You accept, uh, non-self. But it takes time, you know. After a monk has, after being a monk for one and a half year, only I really, really understand what is impermanence, uh, suffering and non-self. So once you understand about this, all these things, you know, you just appreciate that you are still living and you just 
love to help, mm-hmm. to share your experience so that your experience can help others. You know, uh, I don't have the urge of going out and find my life that I'm supposed to find. Uh, the urge is no more there. Uh, I like the place I'm in now. I feel safe, no worried, and I feel need to help others. I feel need to share my knowledge because uh, to end suffering, the, the knowledge that I have can actually let you know about life, how to mm-hmm. have a better life and how to accept the suffering. You know, because I know this, the meditation, Vipassana, Vipassana meditation can help you because I've been through that. Yeah. And I'm enjoying the fruits, you know. I'm enjoying the results. I'm free in a lot of ways because I don't need a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So that I'm free. I'm free in mind, I'm free in body, I'm free in soul. So I don't worry about what comes next. You know, what will happen tomorrow, I don't worry about that. Even though tomorrow if I face death, I will just go happily because I know that uh, I live every day well now. You know, I appreciate every day that I'm alive and I appreciate that I have a chance to help others, to teach others about the Vipassana meditation because I know it will bring them a better life. So I feel good. I'm always happy now. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm always happy. Now. Yeah, whenever we were walking across the the monastery, you were walking by, smiling, greeting everybody. That was such a yes. nice vibe that you were spreading. I love that. Yes, yes, yeah. Because I, 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 I think I actually I know that I need to teach. I need to explain more about. Loving, kindness, compassion, and forgiving, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to live your life well. You know, that's a word that is very useful. If you want to be alive, if you want to have a good life, pay attention to your life. Really, really pay attention to your life. How you do that? You have to be mindful all the time, you know, how you have mindful learn meditation. Because meditation, meditation brings out the mindfulness. When you are mindful in your life, you appreciate every moment of it. How the reaction with you and your friends, your relationships, what is happening now around the world, you know, you respect all life, you respect all people. Then if you are mindful enough, you help people, then you bring out loving kindness from you compassion and then if you learn more you accept impermanence you understand really really understand impermanence suffering then your heart is open to accept a lot of things you know you see the world differently you know to have a better life the life that contains loving caring compassion kindness forgiving this is the only way you will have a good life you know, 
if without compassion, without kindness, without love, without forgiving, it's hard to be free. Yeah, that is what I always tell the practitioner that is uh, learning meditation in this Vipassana uh, Center. Yeah. Yeah. And and that now when you say it, I, I do really feel the way you present it, the way you convey it. It's, I don't know, it's it's really like what I at least was thinking that based on that you had the long experience of, let's say, the life outside of the monastery, it feels now that you speak from experience, that you speak from how I went through all of that and can see it now from a different light, from the sort of mindful uh, and meditated about uh, uh, perspective that that it really comes across as so genuine. I think that's that was at least for me really the case that when you were telling the stories in the monastery that that we were just locked in on your words and needed to wanted to hear the next one because it was such a um amazing way that you with your whole body language with your I guess energy were sharing those stories and that was really really nice so I one thing that that was um I guess quite or kept coming back to my mind were um the five mental states of strength or the five states of mental strength that I should say and I think we we talked a little bit about this as well of why that is so important but just to to I guess remember because I just as a preparation also I went through it again again and was like oh yes I want to actually think more about it or have it more in my life and it's like the first the first point is the confidence part which I I think Uh rang true a lot for me when uh when the habits set it and the second Uh one is effort third one is Uh mindfulness the fourth one is concentration Uh and the fifth Uh is wisdom can Uh Can you share a little bit about that and why that is actually important? Okay, when you do meditation, because we need your concentration, if you do walking meditation with effort, but without concentration, it will just make you tired. You, know, you just put all the effort, but you don't concentrate. You know? But if you put concentration, but you don't put effort, it will just make you lazy. You think concentration is enough. You don't have to put effort. You know? If you do sitting meditation with confidence, but without wisdom, you know, then desire will arise. You, know, you just follow the feelings. You know? But if you do it with wisdom, but without confidence, you have doubt because you don't have enough confidence on what you are doing and thinking. But all this for you have to do it with mindfulness. So that you can always be mindful of your body, of your heart, of your thoughts. How the thoughts bring the feelings to you. How the feelings that you would react to. You know. So mindfulness is very important. To have a good life, you have to be always mindful. Be always aware. You know, what is going around. What is happening to your thoughts. What is happening to your body. What is happening to the relationship that you are having. No, if you are mindful enough, you will uh, appreciate what you have. You know because you understand it clearly. 
what you are having, you know, not just taking advantage. You feel good, but you don't care, you know, like the love from our parents, you know. We think because they are our parents, they have left us, you know, but you don't really think why they left you. you know? As I said, when you have bad times, you always ask the questions why, because it hurt you so much. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't like the feeling. You try to escape. That's why you ask why. Why is this happening to me? But when you have good times, people when people loves you, treat you good. You don't ask why. You just enjoy. You know, you take it for granted. You don't really put your mindfulness in what is happening. You don't really, uh, what do you call that? Uh, appreciate it. You know, in our life we have more good times than bad times, but we always pay attention to the bad ones. What mm. it hurts you, you don't pay attention to the good ones, you know. But if you are clear-minded, you know they have a lot of good times. So what is this? The bad things come once in a while. You face it. You try solve it with your best knowledge, you know. If you are mindfulness enough, you know the cause and the effect. You know, you know how to face it. If you are mindfulness enough, you learn meditation and you. Put more effort. You will understand what is impermanent, what is suffering. I can tell you one thing: not everything in the world we can solve. Not everything we can solve. There's always few that it happens for a reason, and you cannot solve it. You just have to feel the pain, accept, and suffer through it. You know. Mm-hmm. So do while meditation, you will uh, open up your mind. If you really understand what is impermanent and suffering, you can accept all this easily. You know, you accept it, but you don't let it affect your life. You feel the pain, but you are mindful enough to know how to let it go. Then you can turn your attention to something good, good thoughts, you know, good words, good action. Build yourself good energy, surrounding yourself with good people. You know. Do good things, share, help people, help those those who need help. You know, this is a very wonderful thing. It helps people. You know, you see their face when they smile. This is something that you can buy with money. Mm. The feeling will stay with you all the time. You know, then the head will just fade away, because in this world, if you really understand impermanence, nothing will stay. The same. However, good or bad, it will change. Just the time, you know. So, what if we have bad times? We if we cannot solve, we accept. We turn our energy to good things. Then, just when you are really atten- paying attention to the good things that you are doing, you have good energy. You don't actually worry about the bad one. You will just fade away by itself. Mm-hmm. When you are strong enough. If that is something very important, you can always turn back and help later, or resolve it later. Love yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. You know, understand about the world. Understand about love, forgiving, kindness, compassion. From that way, you will have a good life. You will have a great energy. And we are strong enough, confident enough. We can always help those later, but you have to be strong to do that. You know? Yeah, that was that, that was so important. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, meditation can help you. It will help you to understand the true nature, the common nature, the true truth, the 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 true 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 law of the common nature. Mm. You know about life, birth and death, in between suffering and pain, and joy. You understand all that. I'm not asking you to give up your desire, but when you learn meditation, when you are always mindful, you know, you know what is a good desire, what is a bad one. Mm. You know how to choose. You know how to uh, make the good feeling grow stronger, make the good energy grow stronger. You'll be wise. You know how to find a good life, a healthy life. That is why meditation is so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no. and then, like, what exactly happened when, because you went in the monastery with a lot of negative, or at least, yeah, pres I guess presumably negative emotions that were uh, um, the majority of, of your life at that moment. How did mm -hmm. that shift then for you? through meditation or better to say what were the the most important things that you learned on uh, on your way to deal with with those I, things and situations you learn to be mindful hmm. when you are mindful one way or another you it takes times but you will eventually understand what is impermanent you will eventually understand what is suffering you eventually understand what is non-self. You, know? you eventually accept the uh, the truth. What do you call it? The the, com the common law of the nature. Mm -hmm. You know, you understand that. You understand every life is birth and it dies. You know, nothing stays forever. Uh, you appreciate life more. You respect life more. Mm -hmm. Not just human life, respect all life. You know, a tree, uh, insects, you know, respect all that. Then you respect everybody, you know, because you know that, uh, we are here as a human. It is lucky that we are here as a human because it means that we have chance to turn things around to do good more than bad to make the world a better place to make yourself a better person you know meditations give you time and open up your eyes your thoughts clearly to become what you want to become it helps you a lot it helps your mind a lot it helps your soul a lot you know it teaches, it will bring out the compassion in you, the kindness, the loving in you. you know, sharing and forgiving that one you have to learn step by steps. It's not easy, but eventually you'll get there. But when you have all this, I tell you, you are free. You are free in soul, you are free in mind. You are free in body. Because you feel happy. When you have a happy mind, you have a happy heart. Then you are a happy person. You know, that is important. If your thought is not right, it will just tear you apart. If you are not careful, 
So always be mindful with your life. Yeah. And I think there, there um, sometimes comes a point that's really important to notice because you say all the time, oh, make sure you have good thoughts. Like something that all, all the time rang still in my mind was have good thoughts, do good things and say nice words or say good words. That were the things yeah. that you share with us. And can you explain um, a little bit what is in your mind a thought? What, what is what is a thought? Because it's not you, but how would you ex try to explain what a thought is? Uh, normally, I tell you what, people always lack of uh, self-remind, you know. We just go with the flow. We always have to remind ourselves that what you want, you know. I, I talk to myself every morning, you know, in a mirror before I come out of the room. I wake up 3.30 because we have to chant at 4.30. You know, I have a shower. I enjoy my shower. I talk to myself. I look at the mirror. I tell myself what I want, you know. I see, look at my face. Is my face smiling or not? If it's not smiling, I think, why? Then I have the answers because I want to change. No. I know what I'm going to do today. I know how to have good times. I started to have good thoughts. Good thoughts, good speech, good action. For me, it's a bit easy to have good thoughts because I'm in a monastery. I'm a monk, you know. <laughs> I don't need a lot of things, you know. What I want is just to share and to help. Because I know when I help and I share and I have I, I see the reaction on the people's face when they smile, I just feel good. I don't do all these things for myself, you know. Because I don't I don't need a lot of things, you know. I have a room. What I wear is only rope, you know. Yes, I use handphone. I have to pay my handphone, but not much, you know. So I have not, not, I don't have a lot of needs in me. But I know I have the knowledge, the ability to help others, especially those practitioners that comes to learn meditation. You know, people don't simply come to learn meditation just because they want to enjoy it. No. Most of the people that come to do meditation, because just like me, they come here to seek an answer that can help them. So to me, I love to share, I love to help, because I love to see they smile. That is good enough for me. So my good things, good thoughts is to help, to share, you know, try to guide them. I will try my best, you know, but I cannot always have the good answers. But when I have the best, I will just give it to you all, you know. So, yeah, I don't do it for myself. I just need it to see the face on other people. Mm -hmm. Hope I can see a smile. It makes me feel good. Yeah. It, it, it saves my soul. <laughs> staying with that smile yes and and yeah. um so in i guess in your mind the uh, thought is really something that's maybe temporarily coming by but you're 
you're separate from it and you're you have the ability to again let it pass at least how i learned it to let it pass like noticing the impermanence of each thought and then have a direction or at least an intention to what kind of thoughts you would like to have i tell you what yeah it's not it's not it's not it's not difficult for you you know when you wake up you look at your face you know what you want it's easy when you look at first look at your face you know what you want you know what you should do and if you practice meditation you are always mindful you know how to get it you just have to plant the thoughts in you what i want what are the good things you know how to have a good time how to have a good life because if you don't remind yourself every day you know lack of reminding to yourself somehow you will just fade away if you are not careful you know as i said before to be alive you have to pay attention to your life <clears throat> how to pay attention to be mindful how to be mindful always remind yourself talk to yourself tell yourself what you want ask yourself what you want know yourself what you can do if you don't do that every day you know you're lost once a while if you're just going with the flow that of pleasant moments you know and you're not aware that is when thing happens that is when if not carefully you will get lost you know we just follow the desire without knowing which one is good so remind yourself every day make it a habit talk to yourself know what you want how to plan remind mindfulness awareness observation when you talk to people observe understand mindful what they are talking about how you feel how you should reply you know appreciate when good things happen to you don't just take it for granted that is all mindfulness that is why meditation is good <laughs> no. yes yeah it's not hard. you just have to keep on practicing yeah yeah it's it's really interesting and i i guess i would also encourage everyone after like after the monastery i did that as well to do one of those 10 day retreats of vipassana because um yes one can start meditating by themselves but it feels sometimes that it's it's not that impactful because when you just meditate 10 20 minutes in one day it's like yeah well i might feel a little bit better now but having done such a retreat at least showed me a lot of how impactful the meditation can be yes yes and, and especially when you do it for such a long period of time and don't have um distractions other than basically meditation and the 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 reporting to to the habits yeah. uh once a day yeah. and that's that's really really helpful to see all these learnings about the thoughts the impermanence of things and emotions it's really really helpful so that was for me a really good experience and it's at the same time getting then the input from you 
and the uh, after the, or before the morning chanting was also always so amazing too because we had then a very clear mind when we were meditating obviously and then planting in those seeds from you sharing about these concepts that you just did were always really really um uh, i don't want to say helpful because it was more like an enriching experience um having having that and i also do remember a lot that you were talking about um the energy that one creates in themselves and uh and love do you want to expand a little bit on what you mean by the energy that you create in yourself uh uh yeah i told you guys before energy is always around there's good there's bad depends on how you uh accept it you know, how you create it you know. if your mind is straight if your thoughts are good you know the words coming out of your mouth is good you know the actions you do are good you know people will accept you know people will accept with a happy heart happy feelings that is good energy you know it can grow you just have to have good mind all the times to be kind you know be loving compassion to share if you share people will share it back you know that is how you learn more that is how you gain more good energy because by sharing we understand each other we can have more knowledge you know don't just stay in your own version of world open up your mind share with people so that people can share with you feel people so people can feel you you know but have good thoughts always have good thoughts be kind be compassionate be loving be forgiving these things when you put it out it will come back the same people will treat you the same you know if you are only selfish you do it only for your 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 own good you don't share okay you just uh, bad mouths about other people so that you can feel great you know people will bad mouthing you back that is bad energy you know why have that just smile say good things you know help people share your 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 knowledge you know share your feelings you know be compassion be forgiving to those uh who hurt you before you know? so that you can go along with your life don't let the people hold you back don't let the bad thoughts hold you back memory is only a memory when you open your eyes look at yourself your body is still here in the permanent moments so why stay in the past that doesn't make you feel good no turn your energy around build something better for yourself build something better for the world you know become a better person when you share your knowledge and you share your love the energy will just grow your face will just keep on smiling because people are smiling back at you you know they don't have a long face towards you when you share your kindness when you share your love they always smile back that is good energy grows for each other as i said if you always remember about the bad things you hold it in your heart you don't let it out you don't say you don't you don't share you don't cry out loud you always keep inside it will grow it will expand your life will not be happy with the bad things expand inside you because you hold the grudge 
Learn to accept things happen to us. Learn to accept that we can we can accept the pain because this is how it feels, and we can let it go and go ahead with our lives. Learn to understand not everything is that can be solved. Not everything can be solved. You know, accept the true nature, accept the the true world. You know. There's good people, there's bad people. Stay away from the bad. Join the group. Build yourselves. Energy is always around. Just you have to understand how to choose, how to create. As I said, when you smile to people, people smile back at you. That makes your life better. Right? You shout at people, people shout back at you. That is bad energy. The anger will grow. So why do that? Right? <laughs> be kind. Yeah. Be loving. It's it's it I don't know. I'm I'm always getting like in a almost hypnotic stage just listening to you. It's like, yes, that sounds amazing. But then there's this situation that comes up, makes me angry, frustrated, or something. How how would you or yeah, I guess how do you deal with that or how would you suggest um, like the process of letting the thought go, letting the emotion uh, go. How do you actually do that? Try not to talk. Try stay quiet, stay silent. You know, whatever happens, you know, whatever troubling your mind, don't talk. Stay silent. Be more mindful, more observed, more aware. See what is happening. You know, talk. When you are certain, always be silent first. Don't straight away, just give it back. Whatever happens, how people treat you, be silent. More observation, more awareness. See, then let your mind ease down a bit of thinking because your mind needs times, you know, before you just react immediately. It is good that you ease down your mind. So that's why I need you to be silent. Just observe aware. Then let the mind ease down. You count one to ten before you speak that. That one to ten, you, you do it slow. You do it slow. One, two, inside your mind. When you go up to ten, dangers come down. Then you know what to say. Don't react immediately when problems are there. Mm-hmm. Just silence. Count one to ten. One to ten is not enough. Count one to twenty. Let the things sink down. Everything's cool down. You have a more clearer vision of what is happening. Then you know how to react. Yeah. Yeah. Give yourself some time. And it helps. They- Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath, yes. Yes. That's what you always say. Take a deep breath and then think again. And it helps. Yeah, it really does. It's um it especially like t- taking a deep breath into your belly that immediately like relaxes you. Like whenever I'm doing now coaching sessions or talking to people that need some help, most of the time the first thing I do is let's take a couple of breaths together, just deep into yes. your belly 
relax, yes. and then we can talk. And yes. um, that's like probably one of the best tools I, I use in coaching. So just breathe for a second. <laughs> yes. Um, stay silent and aware of ourselves. It's good enough. Yeah. yeah. It's so, so helpful. But when there's, for example, a thing that um, is looking for a while in your in the in the back of your mind and keeps uh, reminding you of something that either happened or something that you regret or something that's just, you know, screaming from the back of your mind, I'm still here, you need to pay attention to me. Um, how because that's not like an immediate thing, but it's a recurring thing that's that might be there. Um how how to deal with that? You just have to be mindful. Hmm. Aware, observe. You know. If you if you be mindful enough, aware enough, you know, you observe enough, have more time on observation, concentration, you know how to deal. Because you you have time to think. You have time to think and you have time to face. You know? And as I said, uh, meditation meditation is good. If you learn for a long time of period, you know, you understand the world, you accept a lot of things, you open heart. There's nothing that you cannot there's nothing that can trouble you if you accept a lot of things with open heart. Hmm. You know? What you face, good one, you just make it better. Bad one, you just accept, feel the pain, then just let it go. But it needs practice. It needs practice yeah. to really understand what is impermanence, what yeah. is suffering. That this takes a long time to understand. And and for example, now you said um, there. Well, I said there were like thoughts or coming back into your mind, um, and these are. I feel like one specific kind of thoughts because you also just said, wait, be mindful, be aware and think about it. But that kind of thinking feels like different kind of thoughts because you, or is it? I don't know, actually, is that because sometimes you can trust your thoughts and sometimes it feels like you cannot trust your thoughts. Ah, I tell something. Sometimes we have things that we cannot settle before. You know, like uh, before I become a monk, you know, of course I have a lot of problems. There are a lot of thoughts that I don't uh, uh, aware that I, how I'm dealing with, you know. But the more the, 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 the more concentration you have in the meditation, you know, especially working meditation, the questions in your mind, if it was some if you go along with the meditation, somehow, you know, in a period of time, the answer will just pop up in your mind. The answers that you have before and the answers you have now is different. The answer that you have now after working meditation is much more clearer and it will make you relief that you actually know that this is the true answer. You know, meditation has that effect. So what you are thinking, sometimes you think a lot, but if you cannot think through, just put it aside. Concentrate on the meditation. It helps. You know? Because with mindfulness, you will see much more clearer the cause and the effect. Hmm. It helps you in that way. You know? 
not my not 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 by the 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 situation when it happens then when you are in the pressure or the, you have uh, not much time to think about the decision you have made before you know and after when you are meditating you are mindful of your life mindful with everything that's happening around you will look back and you have a clearer picture what is the cause what is the effect and now you can have a better answer you know it changes a lot you change your mind you change your thoughts yeah that is why meditation is good I always say meditation is good <laughs> because it is uh, I mean I experienced but it one now thing I tell you, yeah one thing I tell you if you if if you can become a person with full of kindness full of compassion full of love forgiving you know I don't see I don't see what other things that can bother you in your life if you have all this you have love compassion kindness forgiving humble sharing I don't see what can stop you to have a good life because you are kind enough you are forgiving enough to share you help that is good enough to have a good life whatever comes you will just take it gently because you are big enough you are open enough you know this is a way of having a good life mm. mentally and also physically that As sounds you, wonderful you think back yeah. you think back what can hold you from that if you have such a character such a thought whatever you see is beautiful even though it's bad you have compassion you will try to help you try to solve even though it's not you cannot help you will share good minds this is all good energy that is all good life <laughs> right we just right. have to practice Practice yeah. mindfulness, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, I I do feel again thrown back into the the meditation that we had, or like the <laughs> the ten day meditation course. Uh, so that's yeah. really awesome. That that you yeah. just with this short conversation, I was like, okay, I was brought back, teleported back in time. Remember when you were meditating for ten days? Thank you. Yeah. Yes, and okay. I, I I do still want to. Uh, I guess you shared already a lot, a lot of different perspectives, but what are like, just, I guess, to the end of, of this conversation, what are some um, either thoughts or either principles or concepts that help you personally the most in your day to day or that you feel like you want to share the most? Be kind. It's always come back to this: be kind, be compassionate, share, caring, forgiving, loving. It always come back to this. When you are here during the meditation, I say this almost every time. You know, yeah. because this is the only thing that I think that is the 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 foundation of 
of happy life. That is, I always bring it up so that I can remind you guys to never forget. You can find good life. No, not 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 necessary not necessary rich life, but a good life. Mm. Live happily. Yeah. That is I, only in my words. Yes. Oh, that is the perfect way to, I think, close today's um, call or conversation. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I was teleporting me back into the good state of 10 day after 10 day uh, meditation. So uh, that, that when was free, really wonderful. Come back. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. Honestly, this uh, is such a great reminder to just come back into the meditative state because you realize so many new things about yourself, especially when you do like a 10 day uh, retreat. This brings you in so much more depth of your mindfulness of realizing what thoughts are, how you experience things, how much more or how much richer the life really is by when you're mindful about it, like noticing touch, noticing taste, noticing um, everything on your skin. So that's such a rich experience that I guess we get sort of numb by having so many of them most of the time by like getting overstimulated. But this is so important to like come back and realize, oh, wait, I'm actually this yeah. kind, compassionate person just trying to live a good life. And um, yeah, you don't have to have money to do that, you know. <laughs> no. Yeah, you can just be caring and be good. Yeah. That doesn't cost you a thing. Ah, wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sukito. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs>